What's up? We got Grow Talk coming at you. I'm going to give you the show rundown right away. I was told by corporate attention spans are low. We don't have any corporate, regardless. Today's show rundown is uh, we got good IPM, integrated pest management. Starts with clean equipment. We're going to get into cleaning LEDs, LED diodes by Frosted Pheno Hunter, as well as what's the deal with the purple color in my flowers by Poppy, Poppy Smoke. What's Poppy? Flowers, pop it, Poppy Smoke. Poppy, hi, Poppy. Come on, you, you were in South yeah. Florida during the I Poppy days, no? Culminated with, that mean? with the movie? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, I Poppy. Also, we're going to get into flipping. You're changing or changing your life schedule. Flipping for bigger yield by Jimmy down under, down under in Australia. What's up? All these questions off of dudegrows.com, guys. Please check it out. Get your own grower questions up and use the search bar over there. What's up, Scotty? Is Australia on your bucket list as far as places to travel before you get too old? You got to surf the Great Barrier Reef? Man, I don't have a bucket list, Scotty. I just let the day dictate the day, bro. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, man. You are so <laughs> zen. You're like Bodie from Point Break, man. And that's actually from uh, Laird Hamilton, uh, professional big wave surfer, if you don't yes. know. But no, I, don't, like I actually Bodie don't have a point break, man, you know? All right. We'll save it for next wake and bake. Bucket list. I like it. I like the subject. But uh, yeah. But, but before we hop in today's show, what do we got? Yeah. You know what, man? I honestly just wanted to say... Thank you to the DGC. Uh, if you're listening to the show, if you give us a thumbs up, if you would comment, maybe like, maybe subscribe, and even better, join the DGC, man. What is it? Dudegrows.com slash support. Join the crew. Get in on the Patreon. Become a producer. Uh, it's good stuff. Worth every penny, dude. And if you didn't know currently, if you aren't catching us on YouTube, your DDC producers will always be able to get, we are working on it. I know the last video was a little, a little, a little, we'll say maybe choppy, but uh, the videos, our DDC video show will be up on Patreon for you DDC producers. So please check them out there. The last video was an excellent, excellent first try without Guru or first show without Guru. We kind of got to have all this equipment. We're trying to figure it out. Guru's a, a mate. And by the way, Guru's still a great friend of the show. He's still my great friend. And he's just taking some time off. I think he's going to do photography, maybe do a, hopefully he comes back with a little bit of content, but been real helpful. But today we, uh, he came on Saturday morning and helped me set up all the boards. So hope, hopefully it's all good now. Excellent. Excellent. Hopefully, yes. I want to get the uh, I want to get the content out to these DDC producers and growth talk. It's Two other items here before we hop into it. Man, I'm sorry. It just really is a double whammy. Mm. The same week that uh, that guru leaves, we get those strikes on YouTube. So we're not allowed to post on YouTube. And from what I'm to understand, I think Build the Soil got hit. And uh, I can't remember who it was, but somebody else told me, oh, it was 420 Fast Buds got their channel just yanked. So it's really scary what's going on. We talk about pushing prohibition down. Prohibition is alive and well and living at YouTube. <laughs> right? It is no good. It is no good. I have to force myself to laugh in there. It's what you do. Look in the mirror and laugh sometimes. You'll feel better. Two more items here. Growers, yes, check out the pros list. Dogrows.com forward slash pros. If you're shopping for your grow, tons of coupon codes there to help you out, save you money in DDC better gear and for real, this episode brought to you by Seeds Here Now. If you haven't checked out Seeds Here Now in a little bit, totally revamped the site. Super easy to navigate. Prices across the board are all dropped 20%. You can use coupon code DUDE5 over there 
I believe. And uh, yeah, check out what James Bean has from the best genetic collection out there on the web. SeedsHereNow.com. He's been dominating for years. I remember... I don't know, 2015, which by the way is a long time, a long time ago now. But remember, we were at I think it was the Indo Expo, and people were just ch- chanting for James Bean to uh, to give away seeds. It was pretty cool, man. But he's been he's been rocking it since then. First grow talk question here off dudegrows.com. We got good IPM, good IPM starts with clean equipment. Frosted Fino Hunter uh, it says, "Hey gang, been growing my own mess now for quite some time. Mess, huh?" Um, took a break when I had kids for their safety. Anyways, they're older now and I started um, back up and what a change from back in the day. The equipment now is insane. Uh, I agree, man. I mean, what was back in the day? When did you first start growing? In the 90s, Scotty? In in the 90s, yeah. When you would steal a street light, an HPS street light. That would would be your light because you were terrified to go into a grow store, man. I so don't miss those. That's kind of why I picked this question. The old days of, uh, and some people still run it, but man, air cooling through hoods with cleaning glass on, you know, however many lights you had, pulling the glass off. That was one of your, I pulled this off. So that was one of your, I think your weak points, Scotty. Nothing again. I'd come over to your grow and be like, it's like maybe you're losing 30% of your spectrum there. And that hood has a dead snake in it. So like, you yeah, should. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was his fault for going in there. All right. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm not uh, one of them guys that loves to take it. Yeah, and I do now, especially because I have to film some stuff or record it. And I know uh, the interwebs will be judging me. But yeah, man, going in and, uh, you know, cleaning the walls or just, you know, maintaining your lights. Think about if you have 20 lights to clean every one of those uh, pieces of glass, that's a day's work, man. You know, and then you got to reseal them and stuff. So you can see why it gets slacked a little bit. Yes, 100%. Here's the question. Hang on. I do want to say cleanliness is, I bet you, is what turns a good grower into a great grower. It can be both ways. I've been to grows that are messy as hell and the plants and everything looks extraordinarily awesome. I've been to grows where it's like a surgical room and it's like the dudes had powdery mildew for two years, literally. A guy I worked with at a grow store. Yeah. Literally. I'm like, you got to shut down, man. Um, here, let me get to this question. My question is how to properly clean your very expensive LED grow light. I know every brand and make is different, but specifically the type like mine that has no lenses and exposed diodes. The info I found was to use a soft cloth and wipe gently. That's about it. No info if the diodes have a coating on them. Um, can we use sprays, water only, with chemicals? Uh, keeping a grow room clean is pretty high on IPM management list, so any help would be appreciated. Love you, uh, what you guys do for the community and keep it up. We're trying. We're trying. Um, yeah, so cleaning LED diodes typically... Uh, well, actually, let me feature our good comment here from TJ Dirt Sniffer. Start the conversation. Um, says the reps from Horticulture Lighting Group said when lights off, of course, we don't want to be cleaning hot running diodes, uh, wipe down with a microfiber towel and 91% isopropyl alcohol. Said all that, all the diodes, all diodes can be cleaned the same way. And that's what I've been doing with no problems. And don't like spray, if you're using isopropyl alcohol specifically, HFG was saying 91%, spray it on your cloth. Don't spray it right on your light. Nice, gentle wipe down, and you're you're good to go. Uh, speaking and of this, so, I haven't even thought about it. A, most, a lot of the isopropyl you get is 70%. So we want the 91% here because that other whatever percent is water, whether it's 9% or 30%. So I imagine that's a big difference. 
It's a, I buy 99% uh, for clean, you know, my glass and my one hitter and whatnot. And it works phenomenally. I mean, not surprisingly better than any lower amount. And also, like you said, having the higher percentage isopropyl, you're going to have the moisture air what evaporate a bit quicker because there's not much in there. Yeah. Um, I've never even thought about cleaning my damn diodes. I, I should get on this actually and hit it. Another good cleaning tool while we're on this is a mini... Like the smallest air compressor you can get from like Depot, I don't think is that much. I'd be like a hundred bucks. It's not that heavy. You can carry it around because it's a great way to clean a lot of their inline fans, filters for mini splits, filters for humidif- dehumidifiers, humidifiers. Yeah. Humidifiers don't really have a filter typically. Um, if if it's twenty, if it's, it, a, if it's a hundred bucks at Home Depot, it's twenty bucks at Harbor Freight. So. <laughs> I think I bought my smallest one from from Harbor Freight. I've now bought a bigger one because I use it uh, for a lot more things. Like after I wash my bike off, I use an air compressor on it to get everything going. What do you um, think about them cans but, of compressed air? They do freaking, you know, for six or seven. I guess, dude, that is pretty. People in Fort Collins would judge the shit out of me for having a can of compressed air. It's Eventually, you're going to spend the same amount as if you just bought a mini air compressor. I mean... Right. They have some applications for sure, and uh, but yeah, not not a huge fan. But why don't you talk a little? I wanted to mention. I know specifically in grow rooms, if you guys don't keep on your mini split maintenance, if you're running mini split ACs, that can create. You got to keep those filters clean. And I think you've had issues to the point where you just got to call the service tech and be like, "Shut up!" No, no. When the service tech has come to, he was actually installing a different unit, but he was like, "Dude, dude, come on!" and uh, yeah, def- all that stuff, man. Whenever you have dust or whatever um, uh, touching electronics, the electronics are supposed to be cooled. Whether they're cooled with a fan over them or they're cooled just with ambient, uh, you know, air running over them. But when you get that layer, that blanket of dust on them, think about when they cover you with a blanket. It's very hard to get that heat out. Yeah, yeah so you're going to make the audit all your electronics while you're at it. I just cleaned actually my internet modem. The other day, the internet went out and I was picked it up. I'm like, holy shit, this is almost all the intakes are almost completely clogged with very fine dust. And yeah, just keeping on that stuff, especially in your grow room, growing your plants um, is very important. These LEDs, guys, if you're buying a nice quality LED, you should get hopefully like eight, 10 years of service out of it before your spectrum or before the driver. Drivers are replaceable on some of them. Go ahead. Keep it clean, though. If you just remember my grow, if I have recharge dust all over the diodes when i go oh i wonder what happened you know <laughs> what i mean you do have to maintain your equipment if I, by the way we are shouting out hlg a bunch man can we just give the thumbs up to hlg my light of choice and uh just really great friends of the show supporters of the show yeah i reach actually um grow mom a ddc producer uh you know she's growing for her children they're all in school we, we featured her on awake and bake and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna get you hooked up with the light. Reached out to HLG. They're always kind to growers in need. We're going to get her hooked up with the light. So, yeah, definitely a big shout out to horticulturallightinggroup.com. Coupon code DUDE over there will help you out. When I mentioned replaceable drivers and whatnot, we had Grow Mouse on from HLG. And he was mentioning, yeah, you can get 8 to 10 years out of these lights. And even if a driver fails, it's replaceable. And I love that environmentally speaking. Granted, growing inside isn't very environmentally friendly. But as far as using, you know, 600 watts LED replaces 1,000 watts HED, HID, and you're not going through those bulbs. You know, I think almost all growers today 
when they're getting into this game or getting into LED lights. I don't know. Do they even sell HID? Have you been to the grocery store lately? Oh, are yeah. they still selling? They like, sure do. And by the way, a lot of people use those, uh, what do they call the double-ended Gavitas? A lot of people use those. They put out a lot of light. Yeah, I see those mainly at commercial ops when you can get, you know, the grid of them four feet off canopy, but well, because, still uh, not nearly probably, as efficient. Because they probably uh, have a good salesman that'll come in and you know, shave a lot of costs and get you a good deal when you need 500 or 1,000 lights. All of a sudden, then it doesn't compare to uh, very high-tech and high-end new technology uh, LED light. Yeah, I, I feel it. Um, I want to shout out to some uh, before the next grow question, some Canadian DGC producers here. Um, yeah. I want to shout out over to, I just was hooking up some of the oneies I brought back from the, the DGC cup. Um, and I love these names because we got what's up to your dad grows. Yeah, I, I, I think my son, my son and daughter get that a lot. Uh, Dank Zappa. Love it. Uh, as well as badass, man. Dank Zappa is fucking hilarious, man. Uh, as well as Organic Steve. What's up, DGC producers? Hey, did anybody you know? Like, I had an adult neighbor that listened to Frank Zappa when I was in, like, the fourth and fifth grade. And I remember just being like, what the hell are adults up to, man? You know, it's just so creative <laughs> and weird and hilarious. I used to love him, man. And while we're at it, if you have a grow question, it's easy to get them answered. Go over to dudegrows.com. You can ask your question. Pay attention to those comments. We've got so many talented growers that volunteer their uh, their talents, their information up there. So you'd be surprised what you can get. Just use the search box and uh, check it out over dudegrows.com. Don't talk question two. Let's get into it, man. Uh, we already are. I need a toke too, man. Shit, I forgot about token here for a second. All right, I'll be completely honest, man. Guru's gone, and I feel like I need to make sense a little bit more. I rolled this joint out of habit. Well, I'm a little bit concerned, man. Should I smoke it? You want to see what happens second half of the show? You should smoke it. Productivity so. approaching zero. I want to talk about what's the deal with purple color in my flowers by Poppy Smoke. Let's see here. The deal is it's good. I love the purpleation, purpleation, if I may. Um, well, I do some narration. It says, new listeners, new to growing, and enjoying your programming to the fullest. Excellent. As expected of any noob, I watch and listen, then look at my girls and say, I'm sorry for doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> This young lady was a gifted clone from an accomplished grower that ordered some top-notch seeds, got a random sativa. Her strain is unknown, so we call her Random OG. Nice. So in any case, I heard you all speak of the color purple and speak highly of it. As, it, as this gal matures, I'm beginning to see purple shades develop. If you don't mind, please align or please again explain why this is happening as this progresses. Thanks for all you do. I love listening in the car and then rewatching each episode once home and tending to my ladies. Poppy Smoke. Why Poppy Smoke? Um, yes, yeah, what's up, Scotty? Yes, sir. Uh, I just wanted to jump in and uh, right from the start, uh, just like I was saying before, you ask a question on dudegrows.com and you get really talented people giving you uh, their opinions, the answers, and we got some great ones. Like I told you, Guru was here. He was our technical guy. He would say things like anthocyanins. But Dr. Phil Good's got my back, brother. He's got my back. You want to read it or me? 
Sure, I'll bring it. Dr. Feel Good says the purple colors are from anthocyanins. Their prevalence in plants is dependent upon genetics. But even while your plants are green, the anthocyanins are present. It's usually when the fade begins that chlorophyll degrades, and then you are left with the pigments of anthocyanins. That's why so you had so much purple back in the day. Remember, you would turn your temperatures down and you would fit, you would give them a really good fade. I remember I'd come over to your house and see you help you harvest. I'd be like, dude, these are where it's supposed to look, man. Purple's under so their thoughts that an- their thoughts that anthocyanins are beneficial for health, but I'm not certain of any legitimate data supporting that. The role of anthocyanins in plants are also under debate, but there seems to be correlation with certain types that are purple. Cabbage, for example tend to be more resistant to pests than their green counterparts. Says so I, I just wonder if once your leaves turn purple, if you've lost all the mo- almost chlorophyll in that leaf or it's just not as dense with it. I've heard some people claim that you may not want purple very early in flower. And I can understand why, but I do love the colors. I love the colors as well. We talked about um, in DGC, like the DGC cup, for example, um, that was uh, Jouf, I believe, had bud that was all so like, it was just purple. purple. So purple, <laughs> purple. It looked, it looked great. Um, and it's not to say that it's more potent. It's just having some pretty color in bud. I think is a beautiful thing. It can come on at any point in flowering. Some people, right when they start to get into flowering, can have pink and purple flower pistols right away. Uh, more strain dependent, I would say, than environmentally dependent. But as you mentioned earlier, Scotty, if you can bring your temps down, mimic some fall come, coming. Um, it's going to help your plant enter senescence, if you will. Is that the right? I think senescence. Senescence. Um, senescence. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Um, and I had the ability in my rest in peace, my Colorado garage grow room, professionally built, which I absolutely loved, and I could bring with my mini split those temps down to like sixties, no problem. And also in the winter time, when you, when you have the benefit of having some winter harvest and you can use outside air like you know what i'm going to really bring these babies down tonight some people would say you don't want that big of swing in temperatures it's going to bring problems it never did for me and i would have 25 sometimes 30 degree differential between day and night temps towards the end of the plant's life cycle to try and bring in i try to grow like nature man like not entirely i mean i know nature can be a bitch and have negative conditions what's up Banner. We've had some swings. It's that part of the part of the year here where it can be 85, 90 degrees in the day. What would you say it is at night? 60s, no? Yeah, right now it's probably low 60s, high 50s. And this is when plants are, you know, finishing up here. So I, I get it. Uh yeah, 100%. It's and it's not like you're going to if you can't do that, a lot of growers don't have at eight track equipment or mini splits or whatever to be able to bring the temps that low. And plenty of strains will still bring the purple without that. It's just a way to try and help it along and see what type of, you might pull out attributes of that strain when changing your environment. So as far as changing your environment, it's genetic though. Some of it is just genetic. Like I guarantee you, Juf's plant, just that's a purple plant. And what is the one? Purple Urkel, right? Isn't that the one, no matter what you do, just turns purple? I had it with a strain grape eight. I think it was grape ape I grew out outside one year. And it was yeah. just like, dude, look at these <laughs> right. colors. Soon enough, hopefully it'd be trippy if they start to get like, I don't know, I guess it would be genetically modifying to where you can get this, like, dude, my plants like got this awesome bright yellow and orange finish. Like, it's like how it flowers, tropical flowers. Team. Yeah, it matches my, my favorite <laughs> football team. Thank you, you know. 
Dude, what do you, I mean, uh, that is common, right? I, I got an uh, opportunity. I'm going to hopefully set it up to, ish, uh, to interview a tissue culture expert, a cannabis tissue culture expert. And uh, that should be pretty interesting. I think the next step, tissue culture, I guess not. But tissue culture is one step of science and, and replication. Genetic engineering and genetic modification is totally different. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, I'll be excited to hear you have that. I uh, have yet to see a lot of tissue culture being used by the average grower due to cleanliness and just how to do it. So, But it is a great way to preserve genetics. Um, speaking of uh, controlling the environment, though, I wanted to shout out here at Pulse Grow. PulseGrow.com, guys. Get a Pulse One, man, and dial in your grow 24-7. To the second, data sent to you, vapor pressure deficit, temperature, humidity, light intensity, or lights on and off at the wrong time, tracks everything in your grow, tells you when any parameters are out of whack. It's literally just the best insurance policy, I'll say, you can get for your grow to let you know what's going on. And if you like data, you're going you're gonna to get really excited about this. PulseGrow.com, coupon code DUDE will hook you up over there. While you're there, check out their VPD guides. It's the best I have found out on the internet. It's a great way to understand where you should be during your different phases of growth. Yes. Yeah. Can I thank DGC Dr. Feel Good for his great question or his great uh, comment, rather? Thank you for helping out. Feel good. Feel good. Feel good, I think. He's the one that <laughs> makes you feel all right, okay? Motley Crue, they're not coming out with new albums anymore? What the hell, man? <laughs> but that's seriously though that's that's huge uh whether you're watching on youtube i guess nobody watches on youtube anymore wherever you're watching if you leave a comment it always helps we're a community here so uh just adding to the knowledge base it's huge it's how we built this thing yes they built also as you just mentioned the ddc producers um i want to thank all of them again and if you don't know what we're talking about you can find all the benefits dudegrows.com forward slash support check it out membership has its privileges and you got your shit together today dude height Roll talk question three all right from down under flipping flipping for bigger yield by jimmy down under i love the aussie dgc's i i just What's got it. how hard is it not for you to do the australian accent when you do that i, I can't do it it's it's it, I just sound like an ass, probably. I, mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. I do want to say, though, some of my favorite uh, it, it, as far as entertainment goes. I mean, I'll be mangles back in the day. Shout out um, World Safari. I believe, yes. And then uh, one of if not my favorite musician, Xavier Rudd, uh, both from Australia. And yeah, I'd love to visit the country someday. Nice. So nice. you ever, hear, you ever look, hear like foreign people try to put on an American accent? It's pretty funny, man. It's pretty good. It's amazing when you see actors that do it. You're like, wow, that guy's, they're doing like a Texas accent in some movie and like, oh, yeah. that guy's really British. <laughs> it is amazing. You're right. You're so talented. Uh, millions of dollars. All right, Jimmy Down Under says, hey, DGC, big thanks to your wonderful and show. See, it's already Australian sounding. Big thanks to your wonderful and show. Absolutely loving it down here in Sydney. I've done a few auto grows and all went okay. My grow question is, how do I know when to flip for a decent yield? I currently have five LA Dons or Law Dons going under 600 watt HPS. That sounds Australian, 600 watt HPS um, in a three by three tent. It says cheers for taking the time. 
What's up? I'm, I'm sorry, man, but it's kind of funny that I should wait till you finish the show. I've been called the interrupter again, so I apologize for that. Um, it's in uh, countries, I don't know, actually I'm assuming about their electricity grid. It might be stronger than the United States. But I remember when I went to Europe, they were always using like 600s because uh, they didn't have the power to support it. You know, what do we need? 15 amp breakers to support a thousand? It's nine and a half amps you know, consistently going through. And that's where I would figure they'd be early adopters of the LED lights because you plug in a 600 watt LED light and you get as much light as a thousand watt. Yeah, yeah, usable. Yeah, exactly. Or there's more usable light. Um, man, these are just, I'm just looking at the comments here and I just, awesome. I love it. So that's why I always tell people, man, when they're asking me for help, the DTC producers, you can message me direct over there on Patreon, but I redirect them to dogrows.com and be like, more than likely anything you're asking, use the search bar and these DTC are leaving such great comments. Thanks for Austin Fino Hunter. I want to feature a Birmingham Tarot, um, coach Steve here. I love the thumbnail respect, there. Respect, man. <laughs> respect, Coach Steve, man. Another one that just makes our job so much easier. With great information. So he had mentioned autos. Obviously, you're not flipping for autos um, as far as that goes. You can do some training with them. But let me co- let me do some narration on Coach Steve. It says, setting some limiting factors aside, such as light, environment, genetics, etc. Maximizing yield comes down to building a full, even canopy. You can achieve this with plant training techniques such as topping, bending, tying, or using the scrog or sog method. Uh, the idea being in what, whatever space you have, whether you're growing one plant or several, you fill as much space as possible with bud sites. Sometimes you have to get creative, like putting a shorty on a riser or topping a stretcher multiple times, but keeping an even canopy makes timing of your flip easier. Totally true. And predicting how much space do you have? I mean, I, the general rule of thumb I used to say when I worked hydro or in a hydroponic store, you have at least two feet, man. Your plant can potentially stru- stretch up to two feet when you flip the foot. Yeah, I agree. Oh, and different. It depends on what kind of light you're running. Are you running an air cooled HED? Are you running an LED? Different LEDs. Some LEDs want you to be 36 inches from canopy, depending on their intensity. Other LEDs say, hey, you can get this down within a foot, no problem. Um, hopefully you're getting an, into an LED that's uh, dialable down. That can really help you out in situations when it gets too close to canopy. Um, but keep a mind, keep that in mind when flipping and uh, scrogging and stretching out. I mean, I'm not a net grower. You don't grow your plants in nets. I like to be able to move my plants around. But when I, I have a couple times uh, grown a whole four by eight canopy, and then each little square, you try to get it up into a bud site, and that yielded very well. It actually adds a good guide for training. It's like a grid. You're like, man, I got to try and get something in here. And then you can also keep, as your plant stretches, you can fill that out by bending them down. And, you know, if this isn't high stress training, you're not bending and breaking the stem. You're just weaving them through the canopy. So I do like seeing those scrog nets as a training tool for newer growers that are, hey, I want to try and fill this space. And it offers good support for your bud sites. How do you get around there, though? I like to take my plants and be able to bring them up front someplace where I can kind of hang out and uh, just give them a good watering. You know, so I'll do that once a week recharge watering. Uh, a lot of times I'll take them and put them on a table and just do a little trim and take any of the scragglers off. It's tough to do that when you are lying on your back under a scrog. <laughs> I agree with that. Um, I sometimes if I were, I will remove my plants from the grow to give them a nice good wash in the shower. Sometimes under leaves, top of leaves. I like that option. Um, Coach Steve also mentioned when you're growing different strains, 
take notes. Like if you plan on growing this strain again, take notes and understand its characteristics. It's going to be really hard, which I'm doing now. I like the challenge or it's just fun to keep popping beans. I'm not growing from cut. Um, but if you grow out the same strain and you're like, this is what it did last time, you're going to do better with it the next time. And then even, even the third time, like, I know exactly how this thing wants to grow, how it wants to stretch. Um, so keeping a strain around and getting to know it can really help you out in your technique of uh, filling out and getting maximum yield for when to flip. Yes. So agreed, man. Agreed, sir. Thanks. Jimmy down under bringing it from Australia. Uh, that question. Is, this is the big brought to you by Scotty. You got real growers, man. How is real growers doing? Real growers recharge and grow dots. What's up? Man, I am actually really proud, uh, proud of our team and just really happy because we get a lot of orders for the grow dots, the recharge grow dots, uh, you know, whatever, you know, package there. Uh, it's just this two part. It's all you need to have success growing. It's literally a couple. Man, I was just transplanting last night. I got to get that video up. But I uh, transplanted from a uh, clone to uh, uh, the cup and cup, you know, solo cup. I was just showing people it's a teaspoon. You mix it up. You throw your plant in there. You throw some recharge in it. You come back four days later, you got fat roots, you know. So uh, just really simple system. And I've been proud that I've been happy that people are trying it and having success with it. I see all sorts of uh, posts and people are emailing me that they're kicking ass with it. So that makes me happy. Want to get more people growing, you know? Yes, I agree. I agree. I'm going to do a producer shout out here. A big one. A big one uh, to Rasufa for, again, I know we've done it, but really made the Dabulins be the Dabulins at the DVC Cup at the VIP party. Really? He was the best uh, dab tender. Do I say dab tender? Um, making it happen. So thanks, Rasufa. And Hang before on. we get into Argros. Hang on. I got to say, have you seen or heard from Rasufa since the Cup? Yes, I've talked with Super multiple times over okay, on uh, Patreon. Safe. Good, man. Safe, all right. Safe and sound. Good, good, good. I was just making He's sure good, he actually man. made it back through Kansas or wherever, one of them states, you know? Oh, he made it home safely. He's all good. Good, good. Before we get into our grows, a uh, reminder, DGC Producers at this one out. Hopefully, if this went out at the right time, um, you can log over to Patreon and see who won that arrow mixer we gave away. Rosenbaum Crush we hooked up. I had a big meeting with AC Infinity this morning. Um, not really, but they're always very kind. Uh, they're hooking up a bunch of gear, so stay tuned for that. We have another Rosenbaum Crush. I'm talking fans, filters, fan and lighting controllers from AC Infinity. When you guys are logged in, you DGC Producers, just go to our recent post. There's a little playlist right at the top. You can't miss it. It says DGC giveaways. That's where you go. You just comment. You're entered to win. So keep an eye on that. And also keep an eye. We're putting more content. We're putting our shows up over there. Banner put up. Banner, didn't you just post something on Patreon about your grow? I did. A bunch of people have been asking me. So I uh, shared a little bit of info. Nice. Me, nice. Me and nice guy Kenny made a two-minute video yesterday that took us at least 40 minutes, man. It was like eight different, <laughs> eight different versions of it. I erased them all on my phone today, but I'll see about putting that up there. More, well, I put a video up as well. More content coming at you on Patreon. We want to give thanks for what you guys are doing to produce the show and make it happen. If you don't know what I'm talking about, dudegrows.com forward slash support. What's up in the grows? You're still, you're lots of transplanting, Scotty. I just, um, you know what? And we never talk about hardening clones off, do we? Or do we, we don't talk about it very much. Okay. So I just will say that uh, when the clones come out of the chamber, as soon as they got roots coming out, I'll take them and I'll put them in a solo cup. I, I made a video of it. I'll put it over on Patreon sooner than later and sooner than later. 
tonight banner bug me about that let's put it up there but right. uh the, the come out of the chamber and even if you just take the lid off the chamber a lot of times they stress out you see the leaves curl and the idea with clones is you want them stressing the least possible so i'll take them put them in some cocoa i put like i said a little bit of grow dots in there and then just water them with recharge put them back in the tray and then i'll leave the uh, lid you know a bit ajar uh, just the tiniest bit and it's just enough moisture to keep, uh, you know, allow it to breathe in the leaves a little bit from the stomata uh, while those roots are growing. And I just think it's important. You rip clones right out of the chamber, and especially if you put them right under light in solo cups, uh, if you don't have the right situation, it'll it'll stress them out. I find it, and hardening off inside, I find to be pretty easy. I mean, you use your dome vents properly. Towards the end, you have these vents completely open. Um, and as long as you're not going to a super, you know, dry, low humidity grow tent, because um, that's the one time I do need to run a humidifier is an early veg coming out of the clone dome until those plants get a little bit bigger to transpire off the media, off the plant material and create humidity in my grow tent. Um, but going outside, for sure, you got to be really careful with taking a plant out from anything inside to full sun. Um, and not, you know, hit it hard all day long. But yeah, good tips. Yeah, man. Hey, <clears throat> enough about me. Let's talk about Banner. Ooh, see what I did there? Uh, Banner, what you got going on in your grill? Oh, man, it's uh, time for fall flip and uh, some cuts. Nice. Hey, that reminds me. Sour Lime Cookies. Shout out to Two-Tone Willie. Banner hooked me up with that cut. I almost lost that because I took some... Uh, I took some cuts, was super confident. You know, I, I usually get a really good uh, return rate on the cuts. And I just had a bad dome that wouldn't seal. And sure enough, they just looked like crap from the start. I almost lost that sour lime cookies. I'm super thankful I got two to fucking take. Yeah, very nice. Shout out to Van Ripster 77. He's the, he's the one that found that. He found that? Yeah, oh, yeah. Two-tone made the seeds. Beautiful. Beautiful. Anyway, that's so scary when you almost lose a, a strain like that. Happened yeah. also with uh, the gelato cake, which is one of my favorite strains. You want to talk about, about a purple plant? That's beautiful. That one is very purple. Losing strain. I mean, I was just talking with, um, I forgot their name, DDC. Hit me up on Patreon with some questions about preserving the genetics. I'm like, you know what? Just give me a call. I, I'm tired of typing today. Just give me a call. That's what I Bullshit said. About. Too. <laughs> I was like, first thing, you know, if you want to work on preserving genetics, you've got to get your cloning game down. You know, you've got to know how to clone pretty well. Um, but I also said, there are so many good genetics out there these days. I get keeping a clone. You find keepers. But also, uh, quality, feminized or not, you know, seeds that you know you're going to get good dank out of is highly likely with the accessibility to breeders these days. And it reminded me, because what's going on in my growth is, do you write genetics? I mean, we can keep the bags coming up. Do you write genetics made it up to Canada? I got two bags called testers for Canadian DGC. So Canadian DGC producers, if you're listening, hit me up over on Patreon. I got some testers for you from do you write genetics? And I have more seeds now for me. I got to get growing. As Bruce said, fall flip, for me, it's fall start. I have no plants. I have one plant growing inside, just a little cut from outdoor plant. Um, but I got to get growing. And it, part of me feels like I do have a nice four by three grow tent. I can provide enough cannabis for myself and my family from just that space. But man, I miss walking into a room. I miss walking into a grow room. Yeah. And I don't have that space here. I'm, so I'm trying to figure out 
um, what the option might be. Maybe something like a little portable grow room on the trailer that we saw at the Emerald Cup with the light depth thing. That was pretty dope. That was pretty um, cool, yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. And that being said, uh, there will be more action coming from my growth since I'm, I mean, I do have my one huge outdoor plant right now. It's freaking, as you say, you like washing machines. This is like a triple washing machine. Um, so banner, what banner can, <clears throat> first off, shout out. He's been doing a bunch of preparation. The show does look better. And what's it? We have a segment lined up for the next wake and bake mo monster plants. Is that what you're calling it? Monster plants, monster plants. Dude, some of these plants that pictures are like, you can't grip, you can't grip the get two hands to grip the stem, you know, the base of the stem. Fucking cool. I just love seeing those huge plants yeah, outside. They, they look literally like trees. Yes. So they don't look like weed plants. They look like monsters. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and I'm psyched a, for that, brother. Yeah, man. There's a whole bunch of patrons that sent in uh, photos. So uh, I got a bunch of those to feature up on the show coming up soon. Excellent. I do want to, uh, yeah. So any, everybody listening, uh, I do want to say thank you for your patience in our transition time. We are retooling and working hard as ever behind the scenes. It almost makes me paranoid that we're not getting out, you know, consistent shows to you. I like keeping people company at work, on their way to the car, in the grow, whatever you're doing. We're going to be back full stream here. Uh, so stay tuned for more shows. If you're listening to us and you want to see us, go on over to Patreon, sign up, check out the video over there. Um, and uh, that's that's what we got until our next wake and bake, Scotty. Should we do the shout outs for these DGC producers? You got anything? Any final notes? Final thoughts? Hey, if you're gonna yes. uh, if you're gonna join the patron uh, Patreon, uh, make sure you hop on the Discord server. That is true. That's where yes. everybody hangs out. That's like one of the biggest. I know it's extra content. One of the biggest benefits of of uh, joining Patreon is. Hanging out with other interested uh, growers, hanging out with other DGC. It is rather yeah. entertaining. Yeah. There's yeah. also there's also yeah, stuff over there. There's games. There's uh, people asking questions. If you're uh, looking to kind of share some knowledge and uh, or if you have questions, you can answer there or ask, excuse me, ask there as well. So it's uh, it's pretty fun, yeah. man. If you have any issues um, accessing Discord in the beginning, there's a little bit of learning curve for me being an old man, 44 here, but it's rather easy. Um, I'm here for you. Hit me up on Patreon, guys. I check those messages on the daily. So what's up? It just sucks, man. I feel like the old man. Like I'll try to log <laughs> into something and I can't log in. And I'm just like, ah, uh, you know, have my daughter come over and try to help me. And then I just remember kind of what I thought of my dad when he couldn't use a computer. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. Uh, let's do this, man. I want to do some shout outs here. Give thanks to Tinsel OG and In the Meadow. What's growing on? Yeah, Tinsel OG called me as a business person. And then he goes, I'm also DGC. And that was pretty cool, man. I was like, yeah, that's cool. We got them everywhere. It's like Fight Club. Dude, all right. <laughs> uh, Dirk Diggler, come on now. And Stony Tony. That is freaking hilarious. It's not like Fight Club because we could talk about it. So I'm a shout out and talk not about really. it to Warren. Well, Warren Turpin really. Blazer. I'm sorry, buddy, but I got to say, you can't really talk about it. Or you'll get kicked point, off of YouTube. Point. You know, we tried to get a podcast, a uh, video podcast. Uh, what's it called? The uh, app. app. There you go. Nah, you guys have something to do with weed. Sorry, pal. It's fucked up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. It is. Um, I'm going to bring it back to a warm. 
a warm, fuzzy feeling with Warren Turpin Blazer and Dankenstein. What's going on? Ah, I do like Weedo. Weedo. And the trichome dip hillbilly. I'd like to see what he dresses you know, like. <laughs> reminds me of Speedo. Speaking of Speedo, I had to wear one every day during water polo practice in high school. And there's big windows. And it's interesting. Like your outfit during is a Speedo. That's what you wear to do your sports. Uh, all good, though. All good. Tricone dip tilbury. I don't know if you did that. Sorry. I got gnarly buds and frosty gardener 420. <laughs> How about auto meow? Auto meow 79. Right? I like a cat noise in my DTC name. Stay higher, my friends. Until next time, we'll be coming at you. Happy uh, Labor Day weekend, I believe, as well. Take her easy. All right. Take her easy, dude. Take her easy, dude.